episode five of the main show. Unless you're watching on YouTube, nobody does anyway. I'm Jack Milner wearing a glorious main event rich shirt. My missus won't let me wear this in public, hence why we're wearing this for a podcast. And a podcast. Yeah, it's, it's a podcast. Nobody can see it. I'll put a picture on the uh, YouTube channel. He's John Jacobs. She's Lissy Almeida. Uh, we might get some brilliant. Let's see what the uh, the book is like later in the show. We're here to watch the October the eleventh, nineteen ninety three episode of Monday Night Raw, the peak New Generation eras. And uh, Lissy, you can use the word Chico because Razor Ramon will be featured heavily on the broadcast. I love him. I miss him. Tell me why you love the New Generation era. Tell me oh. why. Well, again, this was well before I was born, but I heard that it was a really great time. I mean, out with Hulk Hogan, in with the new generation of the the group of stars that Vince was going to move into the next millennium with, or so he thought. It was basically, I'm going to build the company around Brett and Sean. What could possibly go wrong? Um Nothing. Uh, I think kind of went all right. Brett champion through 94, and then uh, Sean champion 96. Diesel in between. I mean, I think Sean was the, uh, I don't want to say the worst performing champion as a draw. I think that might that might go to Diesel. Let's just take it easy here. I just, I don't want to start the Sean slander so early. Sean's booker of the year right now, isn't he? NXT is doing big numbers. Brother, I'm really excited. I know this is probably gonna well, depending on how how quickly my my guy Jack works. NXT is very quick, NXT is on fire right now. Like it is so cool that John Cena is gonna be on tomorrow night. Um, excuse me. Like it's just gonna be like an act, like a star-studded event. And I I love. I don't know if other people love this, but I love this that like. They have Becky back in NXT. Um, I think it kind of shows the ability of the NXT talent to kind of, you know, hold their own with the main roster folks. Um, so, and I, I really like how quick little commercial, I saw like a tweet about this today that all three brands are really vying for Jade Cargill. And it's funny because they really haven't been rating NXT as a brand the last couple of years. So for them to say like, you know, all three brands really want Jade is kind of cool. Cause I mean, personally, I don't think she needs to go to NXT, but if, if the main roster talent is going to be, you know, a fixture there going forward, I kind of think that'd be cool. John, if you had the pencil, where would Jade Cargill be uh, debuting on? Uh, that's very difficult because I genuinely don't know who is on <laughs> who is on what brand, but um, I definitely would put her on one of the main two brands because I just think her star presence um is too much for NXT. But I think she probably will need a little bit of time in the performance center just to get her where they want her to be. Like, it, it's very difficult, right? Because unlike a lot of people literally every match that she's ever had we've seen it's been on tv right assuming you watch rampage but it's been on tv she's never had that time to kind of um you know work matches in the indies and stuff like that so as much as she has that star potential i think wwe are going to want to spend some time with her and wwe fight her um so but yeah whether it's smackdown or whether it's raw i think she probably suits raw better um just in terms of the way that show is um, but I really don't know which stars are on which brand. I, I can't keep up. So difficult, difficult to choose. But I do think she's a main roster talent rather than an NXT talent. And the other thing is, is with that, that it shows how much they're investing in her. There's very few people that have, that they've signed recently that have jumped straight to the main roster. I think it's like Cody and AJ Styles, and that's about it. I don't yeah, know if there's others that I'm missing. Even people like Shinsuke. And, yeah, right. Yeah. There you go. Went to. Went to NXT to start with. Are they doing this just to spite AEW? Because if you again, Twitter's a very toxic place, uh, especially the most toxic. Twitter. AEW fans, they're only doing this because they've stolen a stolen us from uh, they've stolen Jade from us. Like, well, she Jade was on Jade was pushed right. She was undefeated. I mean, I think she was booked poorly, but she was made to look strong. Um, right. It's difficult, but I, I could see a Raw is more a place for 
she's an attraction, right? They've got three hours mm. to fill. But for me, the money match would be her versus Charlotte at WrestleMania. Yeah, but I don't think you necessarily have to... It doesn't matter which brand she's on for that, right? She could win the Rumble or they could build a story. There could be trades, right. whatever. Like, it doesn't... And as well, it doesn't need to be this year, right? They can they can have her do something different at WrestleMania this year and move her to a, a different match, whatever. There's, there's plenty of time for both of those, so... It's kind of like a throwback to... If you go back and watch, which you won't, go back to watch the 80s stuff, when, if a, the new t- heel came into the territory... All the managers would be vying for their services. Yes. You'd, you'd have yes. Bobby Heenan and Slick and Jimmy Hart and you know Harry Martell, everybody. Oh, Mr. Fuji trying yep. to get. Oh, this guy's—he's the new top guy. I've got to try and pitch for him. Mm-hmm. Just by Triple H coming invited and, and her, I don't know where I'm going to turn up. She immediately looks like a big deal. She, but I mean, she is a big deal. Um, it is not. It's not necessarily about who she is currently. I think it's more about who she can be and the role she can play, right? Um, I think we've always talked about how, like, WWE, the developmental has been kind of weird these last few years, right? Because before, somebody who's a big name could show up from another company. This is back in the day, right? Now, they've transitioned to a system where they're signing collegiate athletes that are you know, going through their system and learning to wrestle at the PC and stuff like that. I think a very, a very big name that is a really good success story is Bianca Belair, right? And that's somebody that we could see as a potential opponent for someone like Jade coming up. Um, But at, like we were saying, we really haven't seen somebody so big signed um, that's come over because there kind of really isn't anywhere for people to come from, right? Like, I think that like, Jade was like a kind of like a diamond in the rough that was in AEW, but there really hasn't been anybody else that they could sign that's going to be like, oh, wow, this is a big name. Whereas like every week you see a big announcement on AEW where they're like, oh, we've got a big signing, we've got a big name or whatever. But like realistically, the big names right now are in WWE for the most part. And this the thing is, a- is as well, like credit the other companies either. The thing is as well, like there's a difference between a big name to WWE and a big name to AW. Like, if you're AW and wow. you bring in Dolph Ziggler, that is actually a big name, huge, right? Huge. But that's that's someone at a level that WWE would let go. Do you know what I mean? 100%. So the only big name that WWE can no, it's true though. It's it doesn't. It's it's because the thing is, even Cody wasn't a like I don't I obviously like we love Cody love what he's doing, but you can't necessarily consider him a big signing because he came from WWE before. We've seen Cody already, you know. So like this is a person that I think it's just such a big deal, like you're saying, John, because the it it hasn't been able to work vice versa yet. This is the mm-hmm. first time that we're seeing it work that way. Yeah, and I think that there are people at the top of the AW card who would be seen as in the future, potentially big star signings for WWE. I'm thinking of the likes of Ricky Starks or Wardlow. Like those kinds of people, I think, are ones that would be considered big marquee signings. But I don't think that WWE are just rolling out the red carpet because they're trying to take shots at AW, right? Like they brought in Brian Kendrick to the the developmental. They're not like going crazy about him because it's a different kind of signing, right? But Jade is obviously a star. Like she had a super long unbeaten run. Whatever you think of her in-ring level, WWE's never necessarily been about the in-ring level. It's about that star power and the fact that someone can switch on the TV and see her and she will grab your attention instantly because of how she looks is the reason why they're going to be pushing her and why she's the perfect fit for WWE. We'll come back on this later. I'm worried about time. So we are going to press ahead and I will... will, um, It's a touchy subject. I'm going to ask you more about this later. But in the meantime, we're going to watch Monday Night Raw when fencing all his uh, pomp announcing voice here. October the 11th, 1993. As you listen to this, it is the 30th anniversary of this um, peak new generation fandom. If you're watching on the network, like John and I, it's slash video slash 67196. I'll search. Hey, the new network. It's uh, ruined. October 11th, 1993. Wait, is there a new network? Yeah, they've messed the app up. It's, yeah. It's oh. really hard to, to navigate. Uh, if, you're the, if you're on the ghetto, <laughs> every time Lindsay says ghetto, drink. If you're on the cock, where do you go? 
If you're on the cock, it is WWE Monday Night Raw. If you can ever find Monday Night Raw, it's so hard to find on there. Um, season one, uh, episode 35, October 11th, in the I year of our Lord, 1993. In the year of our Lord. And I think I'm going to guess this is Macho Man. Vince and maybe Jerry Lawler on the Elf's call. Let's see. We're going to click play in three, two, one. Okay. That's loud. A shiny Intercontinental title. I love this belt. And I really love this belt in white. Goated. Goated belt. Oh my God. Look at this battle royal. Crush. I'm just gonna go through here. You've got is that Bastion Booger? Tatanka. <laughs> uh, Marty Gennetti. Yes, Diesel. Yeah, Diesel. The kid. One, two, three, Gonzalez. Guys. Giant Gonzalez. Oh, he sucked. El Gigante and uh, the Mountie. The Mountie. Oh, wait, no, the Quebecers. Bob Backlund. This is so. God, this is so my childhood. What a time. Rick Martel, great worker. Love Rick Martel. I mean, Rick Martel was, people forget he was AWA world champion. He has some big star. Uh, and from a wrestling family in Canada. French Canadian. I absolutely love um, Vince on the call here. Like, he is selling this like everything. He is. Vince is a showman. This is a precursor to Mr. McMahon for sure. You can just hear it in the voice. Because he doesn't get this hyped on commentary. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the classic. What a maneuver! He was up, brother. Do we got no? And wait, this this opening music. I need to grab a drink. I'm trying to remember. Is, I, 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 there used to be loads of um, like siren types of. Woo, woo, woo. True. Wait, they might come. And they'd be wrestling in front of like fifteen hundred people. There's a siren. I can't hear it yet. Oh, sorry. I'm ahead of you, brother. Oh, my no, God. No, I was there. There you go. The Ring Girls! Oh, my God. So cringe. Yo, Bobby. In the... Oh, my God! The Ring Girls, man. Give me that jacket. Oh, sorry. You're ahead... I'm, I'm ahead of you, Solly. You're ahead of mine. I need to see a speed up. Oh, wow. That... Is an unbelievable Bobby Heenan jacket. I'm obsessed with this jacket. Like I want it now. I'm at two twenty six, by the way. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, I'm at two thirty four, thirty five. You. Yeah, but for some reason you're like ten you... seconds behind Jack. Yeah, but like my two twenty six and your two twenty six for whatever reason are always different. So. It's weird. So Vince has aged so dramatically from eighties Vince. And now he looks, I think he's like 50. Look at Earl Hebner in the bow tie. Love it. So, wait, do you guys like, do you guys prefer the the refs in the blue shirt with the tie? Greatest of all time, right here. Do not, do not talk to me about it. Um, I like the black and white, but I think that's just because that's what I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. This is like classic ref right here. I don't think that's Earl Hebner. I think that's Dave Hebner. Might be. We'll never know unless they say it. Really? The model, Rick Martel. Who? I feel like, I, I think that's hell. They don't look that alike, surely. Twins. <laughs> I think, so, I really, Wait, I is love... Your, is your, is your trolley bear? <laughs> he is. <That's> Relax. <laughs> okay. I never know what he's I love Rick Martel as a heel, even though, like, I think as a kid you like the, the good the good guys usually, but, like, I don't know. Huh? He's got zero reaction coming out. I know. But I just, I always loved his little outfits. I loved his tie. I mean, I'm not, I wasn't a kid at this time. I wasn't born yet, but. You were born. <laughs> when I went back and watched it on the network. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. That's, That's a star. The, uh, you can buy him in this gear. That's Designed by Rich. My mom had such a crush on She'd be watching. She'd obviously be watching wrestling. Going, who is? That? So handsome, so handsome. Just look at him. He's dripping with machismo, right? I'm, I'm, 
dripping. He's, drip, he's dripping in gold and oozing machismo. Jack, you need to get better Wi-Fi because this is shocking. Yeah, I'm like, like twenty. I'm like a good twenty seconds in front of you I'll already, see, and it's I'll only been what, four minutes. I'll see what Picardo promises in the manifesto. Don't do that again. I keep I keep helping Ollie, by the way, because he's. Do you know Ollie does all the social media for GSD. You need to, Jack. You got to speak up a bit, mate. Okay. I was saying I, I keep keep telling Ollie what to post or giving him pointers for, for the GSD. Nothing. Got here. Very, very, very quiet. Okay. Well, you get a very quiet Jack for the next half hour. That's better. That was better. Mike Kyoto with a mullet. Wow. Oh, there we go. Tell you what, Rick Martell is taking some chops. On the house shows of the weekend, look at the look at those marks. This might be the first Rick Martel match I've ever watched. Really? Yeah. Get out! Oh, what? The model, and he used to come out with the perfume, but it kind of looked like what an exterminator would use. Like, obviously, I know of him, but I, I'm trying to think when I ever would have seen one of his matches. When did he leave? He stayed until like. Maybe another year or two. I think 94, early 95. Yeah. And then he re- kind of, he kind of like borderline retired. And then he turned up in WCW late 97. Was there for about three, four months. And he did like his ACL or he broke his leg. So he had a severe injury. And that was yeah. it. And he's only like 40. Yeah, he's he very was, young. JJ, he was AWA world champion in 85. He beat Nick, Bonk- Nick Bonkwinkle. Bonkwinkle. <laughs> Bockwinkle. <laughs> he had a huge run in all Japan. He had some big matches with Flair in 85. Champion versus champion. And uh, yeah, the signs. He was part of the... Um... Lissy, what tag team was he part of? Strikeforce. Strikeforce. There you go. Oh, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley was in Strikeforce. I've heard that. <laughs> so... I, I don't get the joke. There it's, was an, an, it's MMA. There was an MMA company called Strikeforce that probably last week was in. Yeah. Jack, yeah. you know what? That's why we love Jack. There's just just the Jackisms about Jack. I can't believe you you forget. Like, Rick Martel's a big dude. Look how big Scott Hall is. Huge. Like, massive. I think you're right. Uh, that could be a Earl Hebner. Guys. We won't know until they say it, if it's okay. I thought it was Mike Kyoga. <laughs> this is not Bryce Rensburg. Fuck, uh, fuck Bryce Rensburg. Let me just say that. I hate him so bad. What about, what about Rick Knox? <laughs> well, he's just a useless human being. So, <laughs> so I was telling you. Do you Rachel... know about this node, What? Rick Knox. I think he's not been on, has he? I, I, I don't know. I've not really been looking out for it, but I noticed the week after he wasn't on Dynamite. Because he completely missed um, that Moxley was seriously injured during that whole TNT match. Super complete. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Tired. I'm so tired. That's the first thing. Like, you don't. I know you don't like me mentioning Cornette. He said the main. The you referee, can mention Cornette. No one's the referee's me. first job is okay. You do the finish as told before. On. That's up there with you protect the talent. Yeah, and, and he failed on both. <laughs> you messed the finish up, and you couldn't tell that he was not Lupe. Yeah, how incompetent can you be? Uh, but there's a rule number one: you do your job. One, one, two. Why stop the count? I don't... <laughs> it just exposes it. As, you, you know, in terms of it's... suspending your disbelief, gone. I can't. Yeah. I tried watching that. Went. Oh, this is just fucking shit. I know. Like I look. I mean, I can understand that it might be really difficult if you know you're in that situation. You know that's not supposed to happen. You just fuck up. But it just shouldn't be happening when when you're at that level. You know, you're on national TV week in week out. Vince, you got it. You got. You got to do better, right? Vince is. Yeah, that's I mean, Vince is like. In the, via the headset, right? DQ'd guys if they don't, don't get out of the ring, or if they are getting get counted out and not getting counted out. He, apparently, he's like such a stickler for trying to make it look 
weirdly. I, I, I have no idea how, these, how his mind must work. Like, it has to be credible, pal. Referees must have some authority, and they do stupid mm. stuff all the time. But um, yeah, weird one. I don't have know. You, have you been watching AW Lister? How would how would you have ended the match, Jack? If that was if that was you, just count, you just count the three. Roller for the win. One, two, three. Notice, notice he's concussed. Roll him up. We'll sort it out later. That's get, it. But get him to the back. Protect him. I don't know why. I think it's I, I think it's the, the the struggle between you know what's going to happen and you want it to happen as closely as you think it's supposed to happen yeah. because you're aware of what the Just finish think, is. The, the other thing and was like, like protect oh, them. Sorry. Yeah. But the, yeah. The other thing was like he. He actually got people thought that it came from the pile driver, but I don't think it did. I think he got knocked loopy from the dive over the turnbuckle that Phoenix did. Because you see Phoenix reach for his hand and you know, Moxie's supposed to squeeze back, right? That's the point of that to to do yeah. that. And Moxie didn't squeeze back. So at that point, Phoenix should be saying to the referee, yeah. he's not okay, right? And and then you figure out what, what's gonna happen. But it, for, I don't know, you know, you don't know where that communication broke down, whether that's Phoenix or whether that's he's told the ref and the ref has not acted on it, but not great. Oof, but nearly went awry. It just kind of sucks when, like, everyone watching something can very clearly just tell and be like, that's not supposed to be happening right now. Yeah. Excalibur. Like... Well, John Monksley played rope a like, no, he's just out of <laughs> He's crying. He's crying. He's out he's of it, pal. He's lulling him in and then hitting him late. Oh. It's very hard. Do we see Brett on this show? I hope so. Um, ninety-three. I don't think he was hurt. I think we're building up to at this time. We're building up to Survivor Series the following month. I'm sure he was on the show. He had to be. We see Owen Hart. Doesn't look like we get Brett. That is one heart. Okay. They might be doing a, a European or a world tour somewhere, but yeah, around this time, oh, he's using the ropes, the rapscallion. Why did you choose this episode? <laughs> uh, he just chose this episode because he's going to say it was 30 years ago. This on week. this day. <laughs> on this day. Why am I getting abusive? I mean... I was hey, just looking through. I, I was to, just I looking through watch, the matches. I want to watch 1986 Jim Crockett promotions, but no, 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 I don't want to watch The main event is the Rock and Roll Express v Gill and Hardy. I don't even know who they are. Right, so that would have probably meant the Midnight Express and Cornet Road. <laughs> Cornet says something. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know when the John's semi main is. The, I don't know that the semi main is two people I've never heard of. Who is it? Adam Bomb. You've never heard of Adam Bomb? Um, wait, 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 one second. The Rock and Roll Express. Versus, go on. In, this, in this show? Yeah, Rock and Roll Express versus Gillen Hardy is the main event. And the semi main is Adam Bomb versus Ross Greenberg. We're going to see. Hold on, guys. The Rock and Roll Express with WF in 93. That can't be right. You're so unwell. You're just going to have to wait and find out. Don't do any Googling right now. Just wait. Oh, wow. I thought I thought you meant like the the nineteen eighty six world championship. No, like, this episode. Oh wow, that's mental. Because so the rock and roll express was huge in eighty six. They drew massive money. Jack doesn't even rocks. know what he's showing us. He's just putting stuff on. He just says, "Let's watch this." Doesn't know doesn't know what it is. Who's involved? He said, "We're gonna watch Raw from thirty years ago this week." That was it. That was the only requirement. That was the only way that we were going to watch something that wasn't NWA related, John. It was I, this. I have a link. I have the show lined up here. Raw, October 14, 96. Shawn Michaels versus Steve Austin in the main event. And you chose this. It's okay because Razor and um, the model are doing it right now. I mean, this should be the main event, to be fair. It really should. But this is like <laughs> EW booking, right? They'll often put what should be the main event in the opener. Yeah. It's very hard to guess. Second guess, TK. How? Oh, look how he gets out of it. Look at, look at this. Look at that. 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 What a maneuver. Oh, my God. 
That's time, that's like we, can, we, can, can we get a time shot right now, please? Big drop. Yeah, I'm at 14, 30, 31, 32. Good lord, I'm so good. On the WWE network. You yeah, are not streaming it illegally. I paid my network subscription. Cancel oh, the fight. Cancel the fight subscription. AW dead to me. This really should have been the main. AW in the mud. In the mud. Let's see. How, how excited are you going to be when the Punker shows up in WWE? What? How excited are you going to be when the Punker shows up at Oh, Star no, I, I, heard, I heard you the first time. I just wanted to give you a All chance. Right. One, two. Oh, that was a good near fall. Oh. oh, good. We're all... Jack, we're on the same page. I love it. Two really good workers. I'm part of my surprise. Really? How did you guys feel about Macho Man on commentary? Oh, yeah, Macho Man. Uh, just didn't fit. Whoa. He wanted to be wrestling. Like, he was desperate Vince, to wrestle. Vince had it in his mind that this is, you know, that he was done in the ring and then this was what he was going to be doing. But look at that. He went to WCW. That's his history, brother. He, um, yeah, he made gorgeous George the day. Gosh. The, um, I was trying to get so really, oh god that was a... this is scary <laughs> good lord he nearly dropped in there Oof. I All mean right. was he is, is he better than John Moxley was on commentary is the question and the answer is almost certainly no ding 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 when finishers met something this was the time you got hit by the razor's edge project you weren't kicking out ever Look at that shirt. The bad, the bad guy. guy. I got chills, my man. Look at that. Scott Hall's always had brilliant chest hair. Do you know brilliant. what? Speaking on that, like, I often say that Taker versus HBK at WrestleMania is like my favorite match of all time. But I yes. feel like that was the match that kicked off finishes not meaning anything because they saw the pops that those kickouts got and they were like, we need to do this all the time. You can't. It's not like, okay, that sort of thing should only happen at WrestleMania or that mm-hmm. type of, like, a career-ending type of match, right? A match that has that much um, on the line, those types of stakes. Good Lord. Or something like, yeah, like Mania 17, right? I think Mania 15. This is my favorite shirt. I had that shirt. I'm going back. WrestleMania 14. Stone Cold against Shawn Michaels. Stunner, one, two, three. Game over. Mm-hmm. I think WrestleMania 15, Rock kicked out of one stunner. Second time, got a, got a pin, one, two, three. By yeah. 17, it was, he kicked out of, the Rocker kicked out of, what, two or three? And then he came down with McMahon. And, my God, Scott Hall is a sexy, he's a good I guy. guess, did you, did you just say, like, just the, the, Charisma, that, right? That chest. Is... Yes, like he just—he looked down at the belt and he looked up at like the camera, just like that for that second. Like he just—he just had it. I mean, and just again, I appreciate a good-looking man. He's—he looks up really strong thighs. <laughs> but I don't mean anything naughty. But they'd always—the click would always say it's an upper body business, brother. <laughs> Who the hell's this guy? What, the, what are we watching right now? Razor Ramon, mate. What the fuck are you doing to, to not besmirch Brett like that? By the way, there's a tanker game making Duke 23-3. Would never happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, would never happen. What is happening right now? Is <laughs> uh here are the head shrinkers. Rikishi. Rikishi and Fatu, Fatu. Fatu at the time. By the way, have you seen the I know what I know. Wow, that was really um there's a lot going on. Have you seen <laughs> the press conference with Jay Uso and Cody? I've seen when they the were clip. drunk. Oh my god. They were hammered. <laughs> Just... <laughs> so, who do you think was like, hey guys, um, you just won the titles, and 
have a great time. Oh, wait, but also we're going to have a press conference later and we need you to talk. Do you think that any of that was considered or did they just not care? Just how is Cody like everyone's brother? I don't get it. Everyone, Cody's like, I mean, I'm still going back to Orly when we saw the guy with the um, the brother Cody shirt. Was it like Malcolm X and Martin Luther King and Cody there in the middle of them all having a meeting? I don't know. I was at the train station. Well, I said to that guy, that's the greatest shirt I've ever seen. He went, thank you very much. You've got to remember that because Cody um, had a, an interracial baby, he actually solved racism. So off the oh, back man. of that, I think that that's why he's so, John, everyone's bro. By you know? comparison, why haven't you gone to such measures to... I, I didn't really publicise right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, he's he's brought that to national TV. You have really so he, he disappointed yourself in the community. And you have two of them. Two. Two. That's true. Yeah. The problem is, they actually, if I told people, oh, these babies are in, like, mixed race, they would be yeah. like, uh... No one would believe you. I don't believe you. <laughs> no one would well, believe you. I mean... No, look, this beautiful woman is their mother. She wouldn't sleep with you. I've happened what it was. Whenever we filmed around your birthday, well, well obviously, I'm, I'm hitting that straight off. <laughs> it was something that I'm hitting that straight away. I'm still starting the day right. Like, <laughs> Lizzie's face, like, oh, right. Okay. Guys. That was a lot. That, well, that maybe because it's lot. not true. I mean, <laughs> on a birthday, I mean, kind of have to, right? Oh, my friends. Maybe. But anyway, Cody possibly, has so. solved racism, so thank you, Brother Cody. Thank you, Cody. But, the, yeah, like everyone, Cody's like the ultimate baby face. Everyone loves him there. No comment. No, I think Cody's just, he's probably, I think he's probably just like a cool guy. Like, Can I, can I make a comment before, you go, mm-hmm. before you go into that, Lissy? Yeah. No coincidence, Brandy hasn't been out with him once in two years, right? She's gone. But she, I don't think, he, like, they call it the Codyverse, right? Cody did whatever he wanted AW. Like, yeah. A good, honourable man, right? I want my wife with me. Brother. Yeah, fine. It's not helping the gimmick. People don't like her. No, people love her. It Cody. just feels... It's not doing you any favours, pal. I really, like I said, you know, Brandy, when she was Eden Styles in WWE, she was a ring announcer. I respect her work there. Um, it was really just, we know the comment that I, I've, I've, I won't even repeat it. I can't repeat it here. But like, just like when you start to like bring like racial stuff into it and then you say it like in that context, like you just... I will, I will die on this hill. Like you open that door for other people to call you something like that. Um, I would never refer to myself as a black bee when arguing with a white man. Um, but that's just my personal decision. But like I said, it just, I thought, I don't know. I'm sure that maybe after she read comments or just got the feedback on it, she, was, she may have you know felt differently about it than she did when she was going into that promo. Who was the first the first thing she got in with? It was Chain Kangle, right? Who the hell told you it was open mic night, bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that that was well received. What screaming? What screaming? Yeah. Yeah, going having an argument with a fifty year old white guy and going down that road. Yeah. Yeah. It was just is it's a weird one where the crowd went really quiet. Like we don't know how we're supposed to react to this. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Like. Big splash coming. Like, are you supposed to cheer someone calling themselves a black bitch? I don't know. No, like that's just I don't know. Like I said, I found it in poor taste, and um, I don't know how she. Obviously, I don't know her, so like, I don't. If I said that, and then like I got that reaction, I would, I probably would have like apologized for it after saying it. Not gonna mm-hmm. lie. Ludwig Borg is up next, by the way. Speaking of, um... oh, so much on this guy. Remember, he was supposed to be like this big monster heel, and then. Was he not the guy who was actually a Nazi? Or... Was he actually a Nazi in real life? I thought he was just... He I had a Nazi was... tattoo on his ankle. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Really? And I feel like he's such a face. Am I getting him confused? Wow. So what? what a hottie. Look at this girl in the... I don't think that that would stop them from pushing him. I mean, look at Hogan. 
he was Borga had a shoot staffel tattoo on his calf. He was made to put tape over the tattoo when he wrestled in the WWF. <laughs> Who is this kid that Owen Hart is wrestling? I don't know, but can we, just, can we, can we gloss Spot over the fact? One sec, one sec. He had a yeah. Nazi tattoo on his calf. Eh, put a bit of tape on it, pal. It's fine. Yeah, they knew. They weren't like, ah, oh, get rid of him. They were like, <laughs> yeah, we know. Just don't tell anyone. Yeah. I'm not okay. laughing at that. I'm just laughing at how Jackson just just put a bit of tape on it, brother. Don't worry, don't worry. That's such a Bruce Pritchard call. Okay, can we pause here because, like, I feel like we need to just just Owen's wearing the blue blazer type of gear. Mm-hmm. Um, because this was kind of before he went into his tag team. Wait, was this before or after his tag team time with um with Coco Beware High Energy Jack? Um, the Coco Beware tag team. I want a Coco Beware. It was before this. I think. Huh? I think it was ninety one. I think nineteen ninety one, with the yeah. really weird black and white checked with fluorescent. The yes, gear was very. But that's very early nineties, though. That was like the vibe back then. It was very. Is that Jack Dawn, by the way? Is that, I think that's a young Jack Dawn. Very young oh, Jack Dawn. Look yeah. By the way, um, I just mentioned Ludwig Borger. Then, if you look at his Wikipedia, like, wow. That, that it, it's been a it's been a a lot of things. So on July the fourth, two thousand three, like happy independent, happy America Day. Uh, a handgun was fired inside his apartment. No it's not injured. America Day. It's the fourth of July. <laughs> July the fourth, two thousand three, America Day. No, we called it the fourth of July. That's just what we call it here. We don't say America Day or Independence. I, 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 I was trying to be funny. Oh, sorry. Um, that, I didn't. I missed it. Ah! Uh, should try no, harder next time, brother. No, nobody was injured, but the gun was unlicensed. He was uh, hospitalized as he had only days before being in a boxing match, and he's using prescription painkillers. His blood had additionally contained trace amounts of amphetamines. Police search of his um, house obviously turned up illegal steroids. He claimed somebody had put the amphetamines into his drink without his knowledge. That's how they got into his system. Uh, he was tried and uh, um, in early March 2006, 18 months later, he was involuntarily committed to a mental hospital. June what year is this? March 2006. Good lord. And in um, 2010, he died of a self-inflicted gunshot wound. So rest in peace. Well, rest wow. in peace. He got a Nazi tattoo on his leg. Is he dead? He committed suicide in uh, 2010. Oh, he did. Oh, good riddance to him, then. Good riddance. Good lord. No thoughts, no prayers from this Almeida. Wow. No, I mean, anybody who's walking around with a Nazi tattoo on their leg, I mean, like, are you fucking kidding me? He wasn't even German. He was born in Helsinki. Yeah. Yeah. He was a member of the Finnish Parliament from 2003 to 2007, representing the True Finns Party. Oh yeah, okay, we understand what that means. <laughs> Let's keep that. <laughs> he would, yeah. Say less. Look. Say less. <laughs> Look, and Cody the same. I've way. been watching too much Top Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Editors know I have never watched Top Boy. It's so good, but yes, like yeah. they use phrases that I can't say. Yes, <laughs> not can't John, say. Not can't say. Yeah, I know, but it just like sounds weird coming from me. Like say less. So do you want to explain that for any of our overseas viewers? Listeners? Well, Swerve says it right. It's just just like I don't know. If someone says I don't know. Can you do this? <laughs> Yeah, you got it. Say less. That's fine. I've got it handled. Say nothing. Say less. Like, yeah. so I, sometimes... no I have no idea what you're talking about, by the way. So. Okay, so sometimes, like... To be um... like, hush your gums. Oh. What? If you say to me, um, John... Um, no, no, no. Like, if you say to me, John, um, have you ordered those uh, microphones? Yeah, say less. I don't know. Does that work? Yeah. Kind of. Absolutely. It's like you don't you don't even have to say it. It's already done. Type of situation. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, already, yeah, I've already yeah. handled business, right? Yeah. Why are you yeah. like this? Why are you? Like the other one that I they like, use a lot is safe. You know. 
But ev- everyone, everyone knows that. I think. Especially in the UK. Could you say anything more proper? I've already handled business. Right, I've already handled business. Do we go dusty? I mean, he looks oh, like if someone looks like a Nazi, walks like a Nazi. This guy, you could listen. He, you could see him working at Auschwitz. Let's just look at him. He was. In, he's in. He wishes it's he was giving Heidenreich. Uh, was Heidenreich actually Finnish? There's a, there's a Swedish guy in my office, by the way, and he would always make the same joke. Nicholas, are you finished? No, I've just started, mate. <laughs> this guy just very, very funny. He, he's, he's like a 48 year old, like dad of like two grown ups. He finds himself hilarious. But, I can't but European people making English jokes will never not be. There's a guy we play football with. I think is he called Ivan, the Slovenian guy. Mm-hmm. He mm-hmm. he tells like very basic jokes and starts pissed himself laughing. Hey, Jack, that ball you just missed, it went out. Ah! What? Yeah, it's like when English isn't their first language and they think they've made an amazing pun on the English <laughs> language, but he's like, uh, what? Yeah, you hit, you hit the bin. Who the hell, what, what room did that come from? Is that you, John? Here. No. All right. Okay. What's he doing with his eyebrows? Why does he look like Carlo Ancelotti? <laughs> Do you guys hear, wait? Can you guys hear the baby crying? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's me. A little bit. Um. Oh my god, that's such a good joke, Lisa. And you will have no idea. Carlo Ancelotti is one of the greatest football coaches of all time. She's muted. Good look. And um, he would always have one eyebrow that would be always like exploring what was over there. Ludwig's not even like cut or anything. How did this guy get pushed? No, he's not. That's a very interesting he's tattoo on his Scary eyes. looking. I don't know what to say. He's a big bastard. I just renamed myself because I just realized that my sister used my laptop before and, and it's been saying her name. Listen, ever since you told me this guy was a Nazi five minutes ago, I'm done with him. He's dead to me. Like, we, he's dead. they should. He they died should. 13 years ago. <laughs> So Vince is like, how old is Vince? He's like 50 odd, right? Vince is born in, it's okay, it's okay, Rick. Oh, there you go. He was on, He was on... this guy was on Finland Gladiators, so but my God, pal, look at him. There you go, they wanted to break into that famous Finnish market. I'm oh, not Finnish, you just started. Yeah, so Vince has just turned 48 here, but he looks so old. Well, what does he look like now? Do you think, do you th- do you like or dislike the work that he's done? I'm not even talking about the most. Hate it. I think he just the looks... work. Looks terrible. Plastic surgery. Looks, he looks like a. a... There he is, Mister USA. He looks like Walt Disney USA. on steroids. He looks so, so bad. What's with the my, superstars? Why my is friend. Stars and stripes. He... My friend just wrestled. Back through the other day in those exact same pants. I was trying to remember <laughs> when I saw them before. It was here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's how you get over against a foreign uh, opponent, right? Stars and stripes. You were. Yes. You were. Bring out the patriotism. What God, child is crying, Lisa? Oh, it's Mila. She's Mila, like... too. Why is she crying? Yes. Is it nap time? Because she's Mila. That's what she does, brother. Say <laughs> left. Say nothing. I, 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 I no it's idea. calm still. <laughs> so I've not actually watched the new season. I'm not sure what I'm waiting for, but like, yeah. I just want to be able to binge it properly. I just, I, yeah, it's so good, so good. I, oh, I just wouldn't. Understand Nicole was like that. low key obsessed with Jamie. <laughs> He's such a little cutie. JJ, I'm I'm muted right now. Can you explain to our all seven listeners out there what Lex is saying and what Ludwig is saying to each other? Uh, yeah, so Ludwig uh, is is not American, uh, and Lex is American. So Lex is saying, "I'm American. I'm the fucking best. So right. get out of my ring and stop disrespecting the United States 
of America. And uh, Ludwig is saying, uh, no, America sucks. I do what I want and I'm going to rip you up. And Lex is going, you try it, brother. And you come to America and I'm going to fuck you up, basically. That's what's happened. Why is Lex in the crowd and saying, USA. Lex is sweating. He's on his tiptoes. He seems really into this. He's on his tiptoes? <laughs> Look at his feet. Watch his feet. Okay, okay. I can't stop that bead. That bead of sweat down his left ear is is trickling. Oh, the shirt's off. Now he means business. He keeps got. He's on his tiptoes. Look, look at the feet. <laughs> to be fair, right? If you look, I was watching an old uh, clips of Scott Hall, and he said Kurt Henning. Every photo, watch him on his tiptoes. Got to try and look taller, brother. It's a tall man's business. You got to present. So I get it. They don't even have any. They don't even have a conference. What is this? Just a lot. Um, you know, build, building up to a big. Uh, I can't get over the big eyebrow. Big match. The eyebrow is so. I'm right. Okay, I'm gonna go on and find it. Right, that was gonna be on our Instagram page. Anyone listening out there? We do have the odd download. I am going to do a comparison of Ludwig Borger and Carlo Ancelotti's top left eyebrow because that's phenomenal. This show has been atrocious. But listen, we've got Ross Greenberg coming up, so, you know, prepare yourself. (laughs) (sighs) Hey, look, we've got like 16,000. We've got 16,000 followers on Instagram now. Adam, is this is this Adam Bomb's match? Yes. That's a way. Anyone out there, you want to get Delicious DMs, make an Adam Bomb pump when I, and she'll be all over it, like a tramp on chips. I just, you know, there's certain wrestlers from this time that I just, I really fondly remember. Adam Bomb was one of them. Listen, it's an audio podcast. Explain Adam Bomb's look for our listeners out there. Ooh, so his tongue is red. Right. Um, that's number one. Um, his tongue's really red, actually. He's yeah. wearing these goggles that I'm not sure where. What he are those goggles? From. I think that they... they're. Go ahead, Je- John. I'm guessing that they're the kind of things that would protect you from an atom bomb. I- I'm, I'm sure. not sure. I'm not entirely sure. That's the hope. Would any form of glasses protect you from an atom bomb? Mm-hmm. I think the the. I don't think so. No. And he's the being accompanied... Hiroshima might uh, disagree, but sorry, go on, listen. And he's being accompanied by Harvey <laughs> Whippleman, a.k.a. Downtown Bruno. Yeah! We actually, we do know from the Simpsons you... that the goggles, they do nothing. Oh, so... <laughs> the grit. But I imagine that oh, this happened Adam, before oh, that episode Adam. came out. Great episode of and, Simpsons. And Simpsons. he's wearing like yellow contacts. I'm Simpsons not series sure four to series nine goated, by the way. Up and Adam. So this was really like the last, in my opinion, or maybe in fact, the last time that WWF really like allowed or like pushed for people to have like real managers. Do you agree, Jack? Because uh, they, they, these guys like the Harvey Whippleman's of the world, the Sherry Martells. Bobby was on commentary by this time. He wasn't a Bobby wasn't really doing that manager anymore. anymore. Yeah, Bobby had um, earned his money. He, he was in a nice marriage. He, he wanted to be home. Yes, yes. Um, um, I'm trying to think. So, 94, right? Hornet in manages Yoko Zuna, and then he ends up having Camp Cornet. Yes. Apart from him. Apart, Apart from him, yeah, there was no one. But and that was only because Mr. Fuji couldn't really go pro in English, so they needed Perfect. some English guy in Cornets around, give him the give him job. So yeah, you're right. After '93, like that's it, game over. This is it. Unless, and I feel like that's, like, Sonny that's like a dying art. Sunny? Does Sunny count oh. as a manager? Sunny doesn't count. Sunny doesn't count for anything. Sunny didn't count back then. Whoa. She doesn't count now. They should just, they need to remove her from the Hall of Fame. Wow. Like, shit. Who, who belongs more in the WWE Hall of Fame? Benoit Ross or Sonny? What is wrong with Don't, you? What? Just a nonsense question, Jack. Why? 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 
First of all, one of the, okay, apart from everything they've done, only one of them is even in the Hall of Fame right now. So that's why I'm talking about her. Okay. By the Come way, on. she was all the way live on that. I think she just turned 40, right? That was when, if you were still a Ring of Honor fan, which I think you were on that time, she seduced the man who was, at the time, the greatest man that ever lived, Double A. A double, sorry, Austin Aries. I know, I'm like, who? Sonny and Ann Anderson. There's a Ring of Honor show, February, February 08, I want to say the anniversary show. JJ, we should watch this because have you listened to no that powerbomb was stiff um have you listened to nigel making all these shots at dragon yeah so these these two their rivalry in ring of honor was huge from like 05 to 08 or 09 mm. massive um nigel wants one more match and like most people think I, he's gonna I don't want again. One but they had a match for the ring of honor world title for the title. 6th anniversary show. Or maybe 7th anniversary. Hammerstein Ballroom, Feb, Feb 08. Dragon's Perfect. got a concussion. He agrees, I won't hit his head. And Nigel starts okay. bringing the elbows out. The crowd. Whoa. All this, all the 3,000, all these smart fans go insane. insane. How can he do this to us? He knows. How? He's got head injuries. And, and, and Nigel starts doing this to the crowd. Fuck you. The two fingers. But before that, Sonny comes oh, out and says, uh, Tammy Sitch, Tammy. if you come with me, there'll be pre- plenty more sunny days ahead for Austin Aries. Plenty Aris. more sunny days. And uh, she walks in by the hand and guides him out the ring. Guides him out the ring. And she got herself in phenomenal shape because she was going in the Hall of Fame the next month. Yes, she was. And what's happened since? <laughs> one of the worst, porn films, I, I the really worst appreciate- porn films I've ever bought. Um, I really appreciate you just letting me repeat after you for that entire sequence. And not, wait, not, rewind, not rewind, rewind, it, rewind, 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 rewind. You bought it. what? What did you buy? You bought it? JJ, if you think I've ever paid for porn in my life. I, hello, I, hello. Look at these guys, big stars. Jack, Jack is beside himself right now. He's so unwell. How did they get both? I mean, I know, I know you did a lot of tape trading, but I, you know, I didn't expect that to be one of them. But fair, <laughs> Jack, I wasn't familiar with your game. I have watched one night in China, and that is horrendous. Ricky Morton is such a little cutie. Oh my god, that's Dwayne Gill. That's Gilbert. <laughs> Gilbert. Wow, legends. Three legends in the ring. Wow, put some respect on. Don't forget El Hebner. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, the Rock and Roll Express coming in as a big thing in '93. Fucking hell, what's going on here? Because <laughs> if you remember, so Jim Cornette, Mr. Smoky Mountain Wrestling, these guys were coming in. They had like a cross brand promotion going on for some time, if you remember. So mm-hmm. that's why they're here. Yeah, I, I'm. I understand that, but how does Vince? We all know what Vince likes, right? In a look, are they, they young, don't and, young and athletic, or big guys who look yeah. ripped? They're neither. They're all these guys are, at this point. Did you see Ludwig Borger? Is that his name? He wasn't yes. ripped. Anyway, you wanna, if, if you want it more about Ricky Morton, go on to the mainly wrestling YouTube channel. There's an exclusive interview. That didn't get Lissy any heat whatsoever with Ricky and his son Kerry Morton, the new NWA light heavyweight, NWA junior heavyweight champion as of last month. Congratulations to Kerry. Um, But these guys are like, so they burst on the scene in 84 in Memphis and then 85 in Mid South Heart Attack Clothesline and 86 in Crockett. It's like these young whippersnappers, but they're 35, 36 here trying to do the same gimmick. I just want to say that people in their 30s matter, okay? (laughs) (laughs) But Lisa, you said you weren't even born here, so, you know. I'm just protecting. I'm just preemptively protecting for when I get there. That's what I'm saying. She knows that we're, you know, the age that we are, and she wants to make sure that we're doing okay, you know? And what parenting does to you, I'm like, wow. 
How are you finding um, anti-duties, let's say? They're going pretty well. Um, let's see. <laughs> We're doing Halloweening. We're doing a lot of Halloweening. So me Halloween's and... three weeks away. I know. You've got to like, prepare, brother. They've... No, last night we decorated the front of my parents' house. Um, you know, you have to make jack-o'-lanterns and stuff like that. There's a lot of prep that goes into it. It's not just one day, brother. I get it. I, I Look at that. Quickest match you. ever. I can't believe the rock and roll expressor in here. Yes. Has he got a confederate flag ribs around his wrist? Am I seeing that? I missed Please. that. Anyway, that's, that's it for the show. Yeah. They're just recapping now. So there's no Sean, there's no Brett. No, they must have had a European tour going on. No Mr. no, Mr. Perfect. But wait, was Mr. Perfect wasn't wrestling around this time, brother? Was he? Uh, ninety three, I think. He wrestled Brett at King of the Ring. Great match. That was June. That was only three and a half months earlier. Okay. But yeah, wow, that is that was. Sh- I mean, if you're watching this in ninety three, no wonder people were just turning off and going, "Yeah, wrestling not for me anymore." Yeah, I get it. That's supposed to be Monday Night Raw. This is edgy. This is, yeah. The only stars on the where show. Was, yeah, I mean, yeah. where was Undertaker? 100% had a European tour going on. The only stars on the show were in the opener. I, I don't want to take away from Rock and Roll Express, but you know, like, their, their time has passed, right? Dwayne Gill. Sure, sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Next week we've got anyway, to, look, next week, the tanker. As well. Yeah, they definitely had a European tour going on. IRS. <laughs> And around that, around this time as well, this was where they would have to go into a bit like AEW now, right? That's why they booked Collision in Canada for six weeks, or they went to Wembley because the business domestically. Yeah, the Steiners, what? Well, yeah, hundred percent overseas. Yeah, that Collision crowd did not look good. I don't know if you saw the looks, the pictures, the yeah. non-TV pictures, but it's not it's not good to see. TK's got to do something. The sugar man. TK's got to do something. What, Lissy, you'll know better than us. What, what what will the crowd be like in Independence, Missouri on Tuesday night for Dynamite? Okay, so not to bury these places, but where the hell are these places? Seriously. Probably like this country. Okay, no, 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 hold on. Because I'm going to just, I'm going to go off on a slight tan- tangent here. So we've, I've seen just an unreasonable amount of tweets talking about the AEW attendance right that the crowd Mm -hmm. is that that that's like more than more than half empty blah 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 they they're going to all these random towns like don't you think that if they went to a real city it would help maybe I'm wrong here I don't know but I feel like they they kind of they exhausted the Chicago crowd like they seem to be a lot of cities that they just keep going back to and then they were like okay well let's just go to a fucking random bumfuck in the back backwards of Canada and let's just go to these random places like is, an hour is, out of Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. Is, is There's still the, plenty of big places they can go. Yeah, I mean, America's fucking huge. But it's, huge. Who's, who's, who's booking huge. the venues? They're booking venues where they aren't going to they aren't going to sell out. So, A, why are you back? Why are you booking these venues? Where are you booking them at a certain time like it, there must be some there seems to be no accountability internally well i'm pretty it's... sure they hired i'm pretty sure they hired jeff jarrett to be like their live event coordinator and he spent more time fighting no, for the no, tnt no, no, title no, 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 no. <laughs> jeff jarrett was just that was his role to be he was brought in as a business development director i just okay. feel like you know, but honestly like i just feel like personally there's a lot of places that like Rocking okay if I books venues. Carry on. okay no but like if you're if you're in I can't use Massachusetts as a good state because wow. it's not, it, it's a small place. Right. But like these other states are really big. Right. So like, I don't know where the hell independence Missouri is, but like last week they were in like Stockton, California. They go to like all these random smaller places, like focus on your city crowds. Like in, in my, I, maybe I'm wrong. You know, I just, I just know cities are where people head tend to live um like focus on places that it's like find out where your fans are and go there and then like you said hugely overplayed and killed the chicago audience i never want to see them in chicago ever again 
but they'll be back. Listen, we we always go back to the golden era of Ring of Honor, right? Where would they they would stick to Philly? They'd go to they go to Boston. They go to Boston like oh three or four. They didn't go yes. to New York until maybe oh. No, five. they were still yeah. They were in Boston oh six oh seven oh eight like, but they were and that's the thing like when they were coming to Boston. I remember they started in a in a gym at a, at like at a um like a. I don't know what it's called. It's like a like a, a multifunctional type of um, an armory, whatever that event right? space. Yeah, that type of that type of space. And then then they started to go to like you know a little bit bigger venue, then a little bit bigger venue. But like you have to build, right? Build up, so yeah. yeah, you have to. But like stay in, stay where your fan go where your fans are, and then find out where your new fans are and start going there. Like it's just crazy to me. I don't know. I, I thought the I thought the Seattle crowd for Wrestle Dream was was very good. Yeah. It is just um, I, I I just had a look on WrestleTix. They've sold twenty seven hundred tickets at this point for a thirty four hundred setup. Like it's not great, is it? That's not great, and that's also even a thirty four hundred setup. That's not a lot of people for a wrestling um, show. Like. The WWE house shows do double that sometimes. So, and but to be honest, like I don't, I don't even think it. It for me, I don't need you know eight, nine, ten thousand people on you know at dynamite for it to be a good crowd. I saw someone watching on TV. You just want the fans sure. to be loud and you want it to be packed, right? So if they book somewhere that's thirty five hundred fans who don't get wrestling a lot and they're noisy, amazing. But if uh, if it's half empty, like Collision was, it's just like, uh, uh, it looks brother, shit, it sounds shit, you know? For the, from the business side of things. Yeah, no, I get you, it. You can't have this big, like, I, I, you can't have this big bloated roster with all these people that you're paying mm-hmm. and then not selling any tickets. Like, what, I, I don't, how, how much longer can we go? Like, yeah. is, is Adam, the rated R superstar, Adam Copeland, going to be able to be enough to get people back into AEW events on a weekly basis. I don't no, think he's, so. Absolutely not. He's not a needle mover. Do you know who is a needle mover? The punker. But he's not back. really. He's not really. Like, he wasn't... <laughs> he's still... He's the second highest merge mover on Pro Wrestling Tees right now. Yeah, fine, but we're... Okay, but we're talking about... We're um We're talking about... Um, attendances at shows. And we saw an initial spike, right? But... Then what was it for his comeback, the Chicago pay-per-view, like um, not even the pay-per-view, the Chicago collision and the stuff like after that, for his comeback after his suspension, after the brawl out, like the numbers weren't amazing. So it's not like having CM Punk on the card is suddenly going to mean that you're going to sell 5,000 more tickets per night because you're just not. It's, that's not enough. Like the product has to be hot and people have to want to come. It can't just be like, I, I want to see you know, one star doing a slightly different variation of a match with the Bang Bang Gang and FDR. And, yeah. you know, like, it just it didn't do anything. Well, and it's also just, like, crazy that, like, guys, we were there. If, if we weren't there, I wouldn't believe it. We saw 78,000, whatever the official number was, of people in the UK 000. at the show. Yeah, like, at, at that show. And then, like, the following week or 10 days later, they have like less than 4,000 people on an episode of Dynamite. It's astonishing to me. Like, I really just don't understand it. I can't get it. You say fans are fucking class. The <laughs> Dynamite's the after. I remember watching the first one after uh, All In. I remember thinking, this is fucking awful. And that's it. I literally cancelled my fight subscription the week after. <laughs> wow. Now, and I mean, I know slightly biased, right? Because Puck left. But. I was like, yeah, there was a lot. Like in the in the heat of the moment, Ollie was brilliant. There was lots of stuff I didn't like. I didn't like the six man with Kenny and Coda. Those guys, I didn't like Stadium Stampede. I didn't like Soraya winning. I just Stadium Stampede was great. <laughs> I loved it. It's just too. You didn't even see any of it. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, true. With like the stuff that you could see, like I was constantly like, looking around, like you could see on the screen, oh, they're in some seats. You're looking around, saying like, oh my god, look, there's any like just up on the second ring, just like fighting. And but watching it back on t- on on TV afterwards as well, yeah, it was very intense. But look, it's I've always said like AW kind of 
caters for whatever style of wrestling that you like. You know, it's not necessarily one type. There's going to be, we know there's stuff that Jack hates that we like and there's stuff that Jack likes that we don't like as much. Like everyone kind of has different stuff that they enjoy. And it works differently for different people. (laughs) But I don't know. They they definitely need to do something. Those those numbers and not even the numbers, but just like how kind of rinky dink it makes them look. It's, It's not great. And, you know, this week, uh, WWE are running WrestleMania up against it, aren't they? They're bringing back Cena, they're bringing back Taker for, for NXT. <laughs> so. NXT. Oh my god, they brought the big guns out. It, this is going to be wild. Yeah. And do you know why? Because tomorrow's Tony's birthday and Vince likes ruining birthdays. Somebody no, no, it's not that. It's the, it's the only time they go head to head. And the fact it's Tony's birthday. I, I, I think Vince is a cruel man. You see, whenever we, whenever Jim Ross right was in his own town in Oklahoma, he's a competitive man. He is also a cruel man, but yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I feel like they would do this. I feel like, day. I mean, come on, these things are coincidence. I feel like they would. I feel like they would do this regardless of if it was his birthday. They just want to get you, one yeah. over, right? So. But when, I yeah, I when think they found out those things, it, it gave a bit of added spice. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, well, we've bored people long enough. That has been the mainly wrestling show. That was supposed to be the Monday Night Raw from the 11th October. He ended up being a debrief of Ollie Wrestling's plights and troubles. Um, if you like what we hear here, if you like what you hear here, I'm too tired to end the show with a comment. Yeah, you're not. I'm, I'm really tired. Listen, end the show okay. first, please. If you like what you've seen or hear, like, subscribe, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, aka X, aka Why Did They Change the Name? We're on Spotify. We're somewhere else. What's that? <laughs> We're on Google Podcasts. We're on. We're Stitcher. everywhere. Yeah. We get just, about... just not Apple Podcasts yet. Not yet. But Jack's working on it. Jack's working on trying to sell a few more of these, and it's not going that well. I've been John Jack Miller. Send me one. I'll wear, I'll wear that. You wear a Shawn Michaels shirt and then we'll talk. He's been John I don't know Jacobs. where it is. He's been Lucille Almeida and we will speak to you all very soon. Bye-bye. Good night.